This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. Glad you're with us. Paddlers, kayakers, tubers, float trip lovers all have a new resource for finding and navigating Missouri's rivers and streams. The state's conservation department has updated its Paddler's Guide, and Ashley Bird talks to Les Fortenberry about the new edition. This 2023 edition uh, is, is actually a major revision from uh, times in the past. Um, to give a little history of the book, um, the original Missouri Ozark Waterways by Oz Hawkley was first published in 1965. And in 2003, when we basically took that old copy and brought it forward, we changed the name to A Paddler's Guide to Missouri because we added streams that were outside of the Ozark area that he covered. We have added streams. We've taken some streams away. We've had to update access points, taken access points away. So 2023 was a very deep dive into making sure that we had uh, as accurate a, a book as possible as far as we, that we weren't steering people toward accesses that over the years had changed ownership and become private or um, in some cases, accesses were flooded out and moved to a different location, sure. so they weren't in the same place that they used to be. And then for this book particularly, we added the upper Mississippi from Hannibal down to the confluence. Uh, there is uh, a lot of great paddling opportunities north of the confluence, so that was a new addition to this book along with the section of the Big River um, down near Park Hills and that area that that we had had a lower section uh, of the Big River, but we added quite a few miles upstream of there that had not been in the book before. So those were our two main new additions to the book. And Les Fortenberry, tell me your role with this. Okay, I'm a graphic designer for the department. I've also been a kayaker and canoeist for most of my life, so I, I had some personal interest in this book, but... And and also I'm a map geek, so I, I like working <laughs> on books that involve maps. And uh, well, map geeks are going to love this book anyway. Right. And paddlers do want maps, but this is full of maps, easy to access of all these streams and rivers. So being right. a map geek was this just so much fun? It was fun, um, you know. And there were there were issues with with some of the older maps that that bugged me like listing an access on one side of the river when in reality when they would come upon it in real life it would be on the opposite side so that's kind of a problem trying trying to make sure that you know maps were adjusted to reflect you know that you know you could expect that access to be coming up on your right or left at at whatever point so yeah there was a uh, there was a deep dive there we had uh this this book originally the department started it in 2003 is when we took over the title and changed it to paddler's guide so maps that were done back then for example down in shoal creek around joplin didn't exist when that map was done so wow. so you know there were changes like that over the 20-year history of us doing the book that maps had to be updated and brought forward and and made more accurate so and and Pathways change, streams change. Streams Have you change. seen that rivers change? Uh, I remember going to see in North Dakota uh, where Lewis and Clark had, had wintered, 
and I was standing there with they, you know, with the reproduction of the camping site and everything. Right. They said, "Well, the river was way over there, and now it's here, but it moved like, you know, half a mile or something." Right. Is that happening even in the in ten years? No, I mean, rivers can move quickly in geologic time. You know, when you think about it that way, but. In 20 years, you you might have a meander where a loop gets cut off, where the stream erodes through a, a narrow passage and and cuts a loop off into an oxbow lake. Uh, but generally, it's that doesn't happen very often. You know, more more what happens with the maps is ownership of the access points are much more likely to change. Our bridges there there may have been an old bridge that. Uh, if it was an old county road bridge or a private bridge that is no longer there that would need to be removed as a point of reference. Uh, sometimes with uh, our highway department, you know, roads get rebuilt, bridges get sure. made higher. So those are more the type of changes we dealt with rather than rivers cutting a whole new path that sure. moved them far enough. That know. takes... Lots of right. years, right? Karen Hudson, you're a spokesperson for uh, Missouri Department of Conservation. Uh, what's the importance of keeping these these maps and these paddle guides up up to date? Probably the most important thing is so that when you get outside, you feel confident that you've got something that's reliable. Um, especially if you're new to paddling, that's very very important. Um, I just want to say the amount of detail that less managed. Um, on following up with every single solid access that's in this book wow. is very, you know, it's it's a big thing to do. So because if you're, you know, you're going down a stream, you may be at a good, you know, rate of speed going down <laughs> that stream. And if the access has moved from the left side to the right side, that's kind of important to know. It's you hard know? to put on brakes right. in a kayak or canoe. It's hard. Yeah. So first giving people accurate information so that they can feel confident if they're new. But if you're also a seasoned paddler, you know, you're out there to enjoy yourself. You want the most up-to-date information. Um, we like to keep the guide very affordable for folks to be able to get it. And it's also very useful because it has some nice built-in design features that make it easy for folks to use, too. How, paddling is such an important part of, of being the Missouri outdoors. I mean, those for folks who are listening who aren't paddling, there's streams and river access all over the state, right? Right. And if you want to be able to find that, you know, point by your vehicle or by your, you know, on the stream, um, I'm not sure exactly that the paddler's guide is going to be so helpful with a vehicle. But once you get there, you've got a point of reference for that map on how to get down to the access point more than likely. And it's not just if you're in a kayak or a canoe, you could be tubing, um, Mm -hmm. you could be paddle boarding. So it's, you know, it's useful for all different sorts of ways. Or if you're just on a fishing trip, you know, it's a good thing to have a a map, let you know where you're taking out from, where you might be, you know, (laughs) kind of handy. (laughs) Right. Float trips, all of this is is good to have. And it works, right? This is a guide, but it can travel with you. Yes, it can. It's spiral bound. Um, it's been designed where you have a full map on one one particular page, so you can just flip it back and stick it in something that's hopefully waterproof, like even a Ziploc bag or one of the dry bags. And, you know, you have it right there to look at um, because, you know, digital is great, but sometimes 
I've been on many a trail where my trail map, um, I'm like, uh-oh, where am I? And sure. No, uh, no, uh, <laughs> sure. no signal. So. Well, Les, I want to ask you, uh, out of all of these, and I'm looking at maps, photography is beautiful, too. It makes me want to get out and paddle. <laughs> A little bit of modern Lewis and Clark going on, too. A little bit. <laughs> you physically had some people check, and sometimes right. you guys check, too. Right. You know, just- and um, and like I say, you know, this the, the basis for this text began way back in 1965 with, with the old Ozark waterways. And, you know, back in that day, there were a lot of gentlemen agreements on people that didn't mind if you cut through their backyard to access a stream and unfortunately that's that's not the case these no. days so what users of this past versions of this guide will find with this current one is there were a lot of accesses that were listed that were kind of unofficial it would just be like um you know, such and such a bridge, and you'll find, you know, an easy path down to the right that we could confirm now is private property, and we couldn't in good faith tell people that was that was an access. So, I thank you for that, too. I the, don't want right. to be, be so, facing an angry landowner. No, right. Neither do the paddlers, too. So what a lot of people will see is they won't see some of these bridges listed as accesses anymore if, if they've been using previous versions of the guide. We made sure to only stick to public accesses that were either owned by uh, the Department of Conservation, DNR, uh, in some cases, counties and cities that have waterfronts will maintain boat ramps and accesses. So every access to the best of our ability is a known public access that you can drive up and park and, and feel good about not not being in a trespassing situation. Um, and I'm sure that's the trust you're proud of at the Department of Conservation. Uh, Karen Hudson and Les Fortenberry with the Department of Conservation, Missouri, the newest version of A Paddler's Guide to Missouri, the updated and revised 2023 edition. Uh, where can we get it? So you can walk into any of our nature centers statewide and pick up a copy right now, or you can go online to mdcnatureshop.com and order it online. It is $9 a copy. So hopefully folks think that's affordable, and I think it is. It's got, you know, a hundred and, it's 102 pages. It's very so. substantial, and I love all the tips and information at the top. It's not just maps and pictures. It's got when to float, where to go. It even tells you when certain put-ins and things are busy, which is really, really, really helpful. Yeah. Thank you for being on our show, Show Me Today, The Voice of Missouri.